Hi everyone, it's Evelyn and welcome to the Life Over Matter podcast. If you always join me, thank you for joining me for yet another episode and I am so happy and grateful for each and every one of you. And if you are new to the podcast, thank you for choosing me out of all of the podcast episodes or um, places that you could go, you decided to stop by here. And I hope that I can get you to stay for longer. I definitely suggest that you go back to some of the first episodes and see uh, where it started and where it has ended up. Um, And some of the subjects we are revisiting. And the one uh, that we're revisiting and kind of comes up often in different ways with different verbiage is motivation. Uh, The reason why I am doing an episode this week on motivation is because I need a little bit of it myself. I oftentimes talk about some setbacks that I've had or challenges that I'm going for that I didn't quite make the cut for. And uh, one of the things that is a cloud over top of my life is my weight. And uh, whenever the clouds clear and everything is going wonderful, the sun shines so beautifully. Uh, in my life with everything but it seems as though when my food addiction takes over it that cloud fills with this dark matter and it just seems like there's no light to be found until I'm able to grab a hold of it again and if anybody who's listens to this has ever been on a diet before in your life uh, then you know that it can be really hard to find the sun the sunshine again and so Um, I am in a place of my dieting journey where I'm kind of at a standstill and I am searching for motivation to think differently. And that's one of the things that I try to specialize in is thinking differently and being creative, but I also want to be relatable and I want to be honest. And I just hit a milestone not too long ago. Uh, for my four-year mark or three-year mark which was in May and I had hit 167 total pounds for the four year and then you know three years since my surgery and it was so wonderful and so exciting Uh, but then after that I started to feel a little bit differently I started to look at food a little bit different kind of like I used to look at food before I'm also able to eat a little bit more than I was able to eat before, which is a little bit of a setback as well. And so for anybody who listens who's had VSG surgery or can relate with me on it or people who are thinking about having it, it is important to understand that it is definitely a lifelong responsibility and a tool, not an answer all for every weight loss problem that you have, right? And so... I know what I need to do. I need to pull myself back in. You know, I've had a couple um, falls off the wagon and I've talked about it pretty openly uh, in the podcast. You know, when I went on my cruise in March, cruises are all you can eat of some of the greatest food that you've ever experienced eating. If you've never been on a cruise, I highly suggest you go on one. It is a fantastic experience and you're treated like royalty and you feel like You can let everything go, but for someone who's addicted to food, it's almost like being surrounded by your favorite things and feelings and being able to kind of throw all rules 
to the side and not have to think about them and their consequences. It also builds a cycle of bad habits again. And I knew that that was going to happen. I didn't discuss it with my inner circles because I was hoping that it wasn't true. You know, I tried very hard to get back on the wagon in which I did. Uh, it was incredibly hard. It was kind of like whenever you're used to sleeping in a really comfy bed for, you know, a month and then you try sleeping on the floor again and your back's just not having it. My body was so mad at me because I had gone back to eating bad food and then I decided to cold turkey, go back to my smaller portions and my high protein, low carb lifestyle and my, you know, episodic uh, exercise routine, you know, and it was tough. It was harder than when I quit smoking because, you know, I was sweating more. I had more toxins in my body. I could feel them. Uh, I was also researching and trying to motivate other people, feeling as though it would motivate myself. Well, then it was just looking for a reason to make cheating on the diet okay. And before I knew it, it was another, you know, a week it's okay, two weeks it's okay, three weeks it's okay, I'll do it next month. Uh, you know, going to the produce market was very beneficial for me, but then I realized that gas was going up and inflation was happening and there were more excuses. And that's another thing that you do whenever you're addicted to something, in my case food, you make excuses why you can't make it happen. And that is also a product of lack of motivation. And I think that one of the most important steps of conquering that motivation monster is admitting what your problem is and identifying what your solutions could be. And so um, most recently, because of, um, because of my sleeping issues that I've discussed, um, I have developed this habit of getting up in the middle of the night and eating. And it's something that was never factored into any of my diet plans. There was never anything talked about for that, you know, and I don't want to get into the portioned food. I'm just not in the mood for them. And when you're half asleep, uh, you're not really thinking of the consequences to a lot of your actions, especially when it's something like that. Uh, and so that bad habit has uh, turned into something that's an issue that I'm trying to conquer. And then when I sit back and I try to think about it, it's almost like I'm exhausted. I uh, have been dieting for so long, off and on, trying, you know, all of my life to reach a certain goal or hit a certain mark. And this time I'm really, really struggling with motivation. And I have all of my resources lined up. I have uh, some of the greatest people to talk to about this in the whole world. I am so fortunate that I have such an excellent network of people to lift me up off of this plateau that I'm on. Um, but it's going to take some research and maybe trying some new things. I, um, I definitely want to get the bad taste out of my system. Uh, and so I am starting to research different things and stuff like that, but I want to take it back to the roots of motivation. And for anything that I may repeat in this episode, I'm super sorry. Uh, I'm hoping that it sparks a 
uh, fire of motivation under you. Maybe there's something that isn't weight loss that you have fallen out of that you want to uh, spark back up again or something that you just feel like you're on the hamster wheel and you keep on riding it every day and you're not getting the results that you want, whether it be with work or at home or personally or financially. Perhaps there are some changes that you need to make that involve having the guts to do so or the exhilaration or the adrenaline rush to wake up in the morning and make it happen. And I'm hoping that as I'm researching this myself, that it can bring a little bit of motivation for you as well. I will be uh, making a note of all of these things. If I've done it before, I'm gonna do it again. And I've got a new journal ready. I'm gonna make another vision board. I'm going to try exercises and visualization. I'm gonna be a little bit tighter with my food portioning. And I'm gonna go back as hard as it is to all kinds of variations of high protein, low carb meals. Uh, I was getting sick of making the same things all the time, but they were working for me. And I want to get back to what works and making sure that I stay pretty disciplined and, you know, have the willpower to be able to be strict again and stop saying that so many things are okay uh, so often because I think that that's how you fall off the wagon so easy is that you start saying that things are okay when it comes to your diet. Um, but again, no matter what it is that you have on your plate, on your proverbial plate, we'll say, I hope that this episode is to motivate you as it's motivating me, you know, wherever category in your life you need motivation. I'm really, really hoping to have an effect on others as I'm searching for it myself because I am burnt out of motivation (laughs) and that's just me being human and being honest. Um, I'll find it again. I always do, but What better time to show a side of vulnerability and to be able to help others who are most likely experiencing the same hamster wheel regardless of the goal. So I'm going to go to a quick break and then when I get back I'm going to do 23 weight loss motivation tips uh, and then I'm going to go over some regular motivation tips. Uh, So if you're trying to lose weight this could help you as it's going to be helping me because I'm going to do every single thing that I can to get myself back up on track again and thinking the way that I need to be thinking again um, and still celebrate the milestones that I've hit. You know, um, I posted Faces to Faces Friday because I had all of these before pictures and all of these after pictures that I had just taken like two days ago. Like they were so recent. And I got such a wonderful feedback from that. The people that aren't on my Instagram, I, um, you know, had heard about them and asked me to send it to them and stuff like that. And it was able to motivate so many people, which was so exciting for me. And that's what makes it all worth it. Um, You know, but when I start to fall off, it makes me feel really bad because of all of the work that I've done to get so far and mad at myself sometimes. Uh, And so I definitely wanted to talk about the weight loss motivation tips because that's what I have to get. Uh, I have to get that sparklet again for that fire. Um, But also motivation techniques for anybody else who might be experiencing anything else. So buckle up. It's going to be a really hopefully interesting episode to you. And I'm so grateful again that you're listening to me for another, another time around. Another time around the sun. Let's do it.
thanks so much for sticking with me. I really appreciate it. Uh, again, we're going to be talking about some motivation techniques. Um, having a hard time uh, getting back up on the horse this time around. Uh, it, it happens all the time. It's like a roller coaster where I go hard for a long time and I'm rocking and rolling and things are falling into place so beautifully. And along the way, I'm gaining perspective and I'm gaining lessons and I'm being able to share them and I'm able to, uh, you know, find new, different and unique ways of getting back on the horse, you know, when I fall off and everything being good. But what I would rather be is consistently on the horse, just riding into success. And with eating, it's a real struggle. Um, I am am passionate about food. There's there's very little foods that I do not love. And I am very appreciative of the fact that I have food and the smell of it and the texture of it. I love it all. Um, I'm not that person who has touching I'm not that person I don't care it I can find something beautiful and delicious about everything and so uh that is not good when you're trying to take care of your body and you're trying to take care of your health and you're you're living a healthy lifestyle and trying to get other people to you know follow one with you and I've never by any stretch of the imagination been thin um in this whole journey even after having sleeve surgery um you know i have never gotten low enough to be like oh my gosh i'm skinny you know uh and the people who know me know that you know my personality is big enough to hopefully make up for that on the outside but on the inside it's about being healthy and and living my best life as far as being healthy i try mentally psychologically curiosity wise Uh, financially to explore all of the avenues that I can in this podcast for you. But um, one of the things that has been, you know, just the cloud, like I talked about, that that fills every once in a while, and then it just explodes. uh, And I've got to start all over again and start building again. And like I said, you know, it probably started in March when I went on my cruise because I started saying, okay, this is okay. This is okay. Everything goes which is, I I don't think that that was the beginning to um, my struggles, but, um, you know, just willpower wise, it's like it it gets weaker and weaker and weaker and you got to shut it down just like you would a computer and you've got to wait a little bit and then you got to restart everything again and reboot it and re-sign into everything. And that's what I'm attempting to do with my body. I am going to shut it down. I'm going to wait a little bit for the dust to settle and then I'm going to reboot turn everything back on in my body and I'm going to uh, reset the wiring and clear out all the caches and you know uh, sign into everything of my body again get more in tune with some of my habits and some of my portion sizes and some of the things that demotivate me so I can try to answer some of the questions that my body has right now about why are you eating the way that you are right why are you craving the things that you crave and what time why are you craving them at these times it's just very unusual and so I got to find the answers I'm on uh, a journey of discovery uh, after all and uh, as I'm discovering things about me mentally I still have to keep in mind uh, that with your without your health you don't have anything right Uh, none of it matters if you're not healthy 
and that's been the, the main idea this whole time uh, this whole journey since it started four years ago has been you know without the health you're not going to be here for anyone you know you're not going to be able to uh, say anything that is influential or lead a group of people or you know develop future leaders or solve any of the world's problems or you know anything if you're not here because you're not taking care of your health and that goes you know mentally and physically so to get started i'm going to go over 23 weight loss motivation tips because i need it right now i'll also go through a couple of things on the side that i'm going to do that over the years i've just learned and then i'm going to read an article from forbes on how to stay motivated in general and i'm going to try not to vice versa either one uh, if I see something that is repetitive, I'm just going to skip it. But um, some weight loss motivation tips. And you know what I love about this article? It actually shows heavier set people. Uh, it doesn't show someone who's 12 pounds because that right off the bat would not motivate me. <laughs> but what's really cool is that I just downloaded some clean eating weight loss plans uh, that I'm going to be incorporating into my journal um, i've got a bariatric journal that i've kept for three years actually on my third one i go through one a year and then i just monitor everything um so the first one that they talk about is um giving yourself a break which i would imagine is the shutdown part that i was just talking about the key to weight loss motivation is similar to the amount of fuel in a car you don't need the motivation tank to be to drive you just need to prevent it from running on empty makes sense tell people not to waste precious time and energy staying highly motivated because it has a natural rhythm most people see a drop in motivation as a signal of failure but it's not thank you for saying that if you notice that your weight loss motivation is waning give yourself a break from your diet or exercise plan for one to three days the more people that try to catch it the more elusive it becomes by allowing it to run its natural course and at the same time having a set of habit changing skills such as a meal plan for the week you stay on track and your motivation levels will run their natural course start a 40-day plan to conquer any goal i like that and even though they didn't mention it you know it takes 30 days to break a habit or at least that's what they say so 40 days would be just over that cusp that would be enough i would imagine uh to set the plan to conquer the goal. So I'm going to write that as a note in my bariatric journal because I do forget that often because 30 days can go by so quickly. When you're dieting though, it takes forever. <laughs> it's like every minute ticks by like a slow second. Number two is quiz yourself. Need an instant dose of weight loss motivation? Take a quick healthy habit quiz. While diet is, is the example, feel free to plug in any behavior that you're trying to maintain. Answer these questions often to help boost motivation just enough to remind you of why you started a diet in the first place. Number one is if I stop my diet, how will I feel in six months or one year from now? Number two, if I stop my diet, what will my health be like? Number three, if I stop my diet, how will my family and my friends be affected? Love it. Doing it. Number three, choose an attainable goal. Studies show that most dieters expect to lose as much as four times what they really can in a six-month period, says behavioral medicine specialist from North Point Health Center in Berkeley, Michigan, Daniel C. Stetner, PhD. Think smaller. Count on losing just 10% of your weight within six months and focus on keeping it off for more than a year. 
but be careful about relying solely on figures. A number on the scale isn't a goal. It's a measurement of success. Focus on behaviors you wish to change. To reduce a daily fat intake below 35% or cut your afternoon vending machine snack. Also, consider setting non-weight related goals such as entering a 5K race. The pounds you'll automatically lose in the process will seem like a bonus and even act as a little weight loss encouragement. That's wonderful for me because if I have it in my head or in front of me that I am dieting or exercising for a purpose, then it makes it, it takes its thrill away. But if I'm like dancing, like if I'm part of a dance class or something like that, I've talked to you guys about this a million times, then I feel like I'm doing something fun and I just happen to be losing weight on the side. Number four, design your own plan. Rather than trying every new diet fad, create your own plan that will fit your lifestyle. In theory, you'll need to cut only 150 calories a day to lose 15 pounds in a year. So start small to have a better chance at maintaining your weight loss motivation. Little changes in your current eating style, such as downsizing portions or preparing foods differently, can add up to big results. Think about the foods that you can and can't live without, like chocolate recipes. Then try to work your diet around them. If you're a born snacker, divide your daily calories into six or seven mini meals so you always feel like you're having a nibble. Whatever you do, don't give up your favorite foods. You'll inevitably feel deprived, which will only make your cravings stronger and your willpower weaker. Related, why the 80-20 rule is an awesome way to find dietary balance. It's a little bit different for me or anybody who's listening who's had VSG. We have a slightly smaller stomach, or hopefully a lot smaller stomach, than a lot of people who haven't. So it's a little bit easier for us to build a diet plan that is less and, you know, eating less calories, eating less carbs, and eating higher protein, thank goodness. But if you haven't had VSG surgery, then that last tip is perfect for you. Number five, then build your business plan. Any successful venture requires a plan that describes its mission and specifics on how to achieve it. Without one, you have no idea where you're starting, where you're going, or how you'll get there. Treat your goal as a business objective. If you were trying to accomplish something for a client, you probably wouldn't start out without a strategy. Losing weight is a three-part process. Exercising and cutting calories are vital, but your mental outlook can mean the difference between success and failure. Start by listing all the reasons that you can think of for slimming down. In other words, define your weight loss motivation on paper. Highlight any that include other people. Rewrite the list, omitting the highlighted items. Next, inspect each one for phrases like have to or must. Such words imply obligation, not desire, and eventually they'll also invite the instinct to rebel and thus weaken your weight loss motivation. Translate each have to to a want to. If your reasons lose their relevance, pare down the list again until you find two or three of the most compelling motivations to reach your goal. Once you've determined exactly what you want to achieve in your deadline, work backwards to create a monthly plan of action with realistic and specific goals for losing weight, such as committing to healthy snacking. Number six, clean out your closet. If you're struggling to stick with your weight loss motivation, practice integrity in other areas of your life. A certified strength and conditioning coach and owner of a better body expert, Andre Farnell, 
says clean out your closet, pay off your debts, make good on your promises to friends, family, or coworkers, and practice sticking with promises or commitments you've made in other areas of your life in order to strengthen your own subconscious belief that you are able to uphold the promise to lose weight that you've made to yourself. Number seven, steer clear of comparisons. Pinning and posting pictures of super thin models may seem like a good weight loss motivation, but according to research, it's more likely to hurt your progress. Scientists in the Netherlands divided women who wanted to lose weight into two groups. The first group was given a food journal with photos of thin models on the cover and interior pages. And the second group was given a journal with a neutral logo image on the front. While the neutral group lost weight, those given the journal sprinkled with supermodel images gained weight. By the way, food journaling is a really effective weight loss tool. Check. The researchers say that the images of the models discourage the women by creating unrealistic self-standards. Staring at photos of much thinner women while logging food intake may have made them feel like they've never been able to achieve that look. So they stopped trying. Instead of comparing yourself to unrealistic fashion models, stay inspired by posting images of you at your healthiest for a serious dose dose of weight loss inspiration. Number eight, focus on a feeling. Too often we get frustrated by focusing on a specific number on the scale or even a task we must do to reach our goal, such as working out, which is a pretty good way to zap your zest. Concentrate on your mood after you've eaten a healthy meal or how you feel after a great workout. Weight loss motivation doesn't always have to come before an activity. If you focus on how you feel each time you exercise, you'll get all the benefits of burning calories, plus the reinforcement of remembering how good it felt to do it, which should increase your motivation to do more. Number nine, plant a carrot halfway. Rewarding yourself for reaching your goals is a great idea, but some undertakings can take months or even years to achieve, so you risk knocking the wind out of your sails before you even get close. Instead of waiting until you've reached the big finish line to reward yourself for weight loss, plan something really amazing once you've reached your halfway point, such as a trip to that spa in the Bahamas, and focus on traveling healthier. Rewards reinforce positive behavior, but only if they're meaningful. When you reach a milestone in your weight loss or exercise routine, treat yourself to something that celebrates the particular goal you've achieved and helps further your progress. If you don't want to wait until halftime to give yourself a high five for maintaining your weight loss motivation, start small. Logging an extra mile a week on the treadmill? Invest in a pair of top-of-the-line running shoes after a month. Or once you've reached an important weight benchmark, treat yourself to a pair of leggings. That's something that I'm going to be doing too. 100% I already have plans to do it. I always buy myself new workout clothes and I, if, if I can, you know, and I always will buy like something that will help me work out a little bit more. Like the last time I did this, I did the um, Richard Simmons five DVD plan and I started doing it all the time. And um, that was just to get me excited about doing it. And um, I couldn't wait to do it. I still can't wait to do it. I'm gonna do it this week. Number 10, act as if. Don't wait until you lose the weight to take that vacation. Visit an old friend or try that dance class. Live out your goals now and enjoy them along the way. Here's how to know if you're there. How do you feel? What would you eat? What would you drink? How would your day look? What are you putting off until doing until you reach that goal? Schedule it now and and shift your mindset from punishment mode to a rewarding and empowering one to maintain weight loss motivation. 
number 11. Hang your motivation by the mirror. Putting a special piece of your wardrobe on display is a great daily weight loss inspiration. Pick something that you'll look forward to wearing and hang it close to your mirror. I visualize myself wearing it and think about how good I will feel, says Marie Pierre Olay, a student at Montreal, Canada. <laughs> Since it's an item that you already own or plan to wear, it's much likely less it's much less likely to be an unrealistic goal when compared to, say, that photo of Giselle Bouchin in a bikini and will help spike your weight loss motivation to keep hitting the gym. Number 12, give yourself some tough love. Yes, picturing yourself with your goal physique can be motivating, but for some people, imagining what might happen to you if you don't lose weight can be even more inspiring. I ask my clients what their lives will be like in 5, 10, or even 20 years from now if they stay on the same path that they're currently on, says Matthew Richter, an Air Force veteran, personal trainer, and founder of NX Fit. I make them imagine how badly they will feel and how much they've missed out on life. It's absolutely critical that they're honest with themselves at this point. It's too easy to sugarcoat things and pretend like it's okay when it's not okay. Number 13, get competitive. When it comes to losing weight, a little competition goes a long way. Social influence of team-based weight loss competitions can help you lose up to 20% more weight than you would if you did it alone, according to a study published in the journal Obesity. Even more interesting is that team captains shed more weight than team members, which the researchers explain is likely due to their position and involvement with the group competition. So next time you find yourself wandering wondering how to stay motivated to lose weight, remember to recruit a group of friends or coworkers and lead your team to victory. Number 14, clarify your why. If you're really going to stay motivated to lose weight, the first thing you do you need to do is determine what actually motivates you. If you're inspired by your family, for example, focus on how exercising will help you remain in your children's lives well into your old age. Take it one step further by getting your family involved. Play tag with the kids, hit the gym with your partner, cook healthy meals for the coming week together on weekends. In order to change your patterns of behavior, you first have to recognize your patterns and why they exist. If you can redirect that healthy weight loss motivation into a new action, your goal will automatically seem more compelling and achievable. Just take it from these super impressive women, many of whom credit their families from providing tons of weight loss encouragement and inspiration. Number 15, uncover emotional obstacles. This is a big one for me because food makes me happy. Sadness and anger are two of the most common reasons people overeat. I'm so opposite of everything. <laughs> but food will not quell either one. Your diary can provide valuable insights onto what may be causing you to binge occasionally. Once you start evaluating your eating triggers, you'll be able to develop more effective strategies to deal with the underlying emotions. Keep in mind, too, that the very act of committing to a diet plan can bring on its own challenges. Fear of change is a particularly formidable enemy, which I've talked about all the time on here. As your body changes, so will the way that others perceive you, which can be unnerving. The best way not to combat any type of fear is to face it head on. Keep reminding yourself that every change that you make brings you one step closer to becoming a bolder, more confident woman or man. Now, that's some serious diet motivation. Number 16 is ditch the daily weigh-in. The scale can be a helpful tool for measuring your progress, but many people get in the habit of weighing themselves too often. While some research shows that people manage or maintain their weight better by weighing in daily, the same can't be said for losing weight. 
Daily weigh-ins, or multiple weigh-ins per day, will only sap your weight loss motivation with a roller coaster of emotions and can cause you to freak out by temporary upticks in the scale that have nothing to do with body mass or body fat. Instead, it is recommended stepping on the scale once a week or even every two weeks to better track your progress. And in the meantime, paying attention to these non-scale victories that can provide some serious weight loss inspiration. Number 17, Instagram each day. You know what they say, a picture is worth a thousand words. Try tracking your progress by creating an Instagram weight loss diary. Daily photos after say a great workout or during a healthy meal can help you document the changes in your body that you may not otherwise notice and that the scale won't necessarily show. Not a fan of social media? No problem, instead of posting pictures to a platform, just keep them for yourself and scroll through them when you need a little boost of weight loss inspiration that the other day and it worked. I have a whole folder of the weight loss journey and on my phone and it has hundreds of pictures and it starts you know I'd never show them to you guys but um in the beginning four years ago I was at the gym and I had um I had a friend of mine take a picture of me in the locker room and um you know I told her this is the last day of my life that I'm ever gonna look like this let's do it she was so supportive she's been my best friend for a really really long time trust her with everything and um that is where the weight loss journey folder begins and it's all just different milestones that I'd come across and I went through it the other day and it did it did you know really help me to understand and appreciate the journey that I've been on so far number 18 silence your inner critic Unfortunately, many people have a bad habit of using self-criticism as an inspirational tool, especially when it comes to weight loss motivation. But not only does it not encourage, but it would actually sabotage your efforts. When we kick to self-critical mode, we are actually engaging the portion of our brain that's linked to our fight or flight survival reflex. This increases the secretion of cortisol, which is your stress hormone, which in turn causes cravings for fatty and sweet foods. Next time, find yourself in critique mode, place your hand on your heart. Just holding it there and taking a few deep breaths can help change your physiological state and silence the negativity, the negativity and allow you to look in the mirror and have a fresh experience. Number 19, surround yourself with health. Stage your home to reflect the new you. Stock and organize the refrigerator with healthy prepped foods in clear containers. Present fruit in Beautiful bowls on countertops. Get a shoe rack to display your sneakers right by the front door. Keep the dirty laundry off the exercise equipment, etc. Adjust your environment to reflect your weight loss and diet intentions. That can make it much easier to stay on track. Are you stuck wondering how to get motivated and lose weight? Just take a look at Khloe Kardashian's organized fridge and it will definitely deliver you some serious diet motivation. Number 20, turn to your smartphone. More free weight loss apps available than ever. Instant weight loss and diet motivation is just a tap away. Whether you can't muster the drive to cook dinner, try a healthy eating app such as Big Oven to find recipes on what is already in your pantry. Need a little support? Download Fitocracy, F-I-T-O-C-R-A-C-Y, to team up with a buddy. Or if you're just looking for a new way to get moving, try Zombies Run. There's a great app to help keep your weight loss motivation 21. Recruit gift givers. For 
Rewarding yourself with gifts along the way is great in theory, but tough in practice. Your schedule is already jam-packed. Make it more fun and realistic by getting your friends involved. One of the best ideas I ever heard was from sparkpeople.com. She gave several of her friends $20 each to buy her a surprise gift, wrap it, and everything. Then, for each 10 pounds she lost, she would open one of the gifts purchased by her friends for a really fun and surprising reward along her journey. I love that, and I've never heard that one before, and some of my close friends may be getting a $20 bill from me, because <laughs> I love that, and it would motivate me to get to a certain spot. Number 22, set goals beyond the scale. Even if you do something right, there will be times where the scale won't budge or the weight just doesn't seem to come off as quickly as it should. Don't let that discourage you. Measure your progress in other ways. Set goals for fitness, running or swimming farther, sticking to your routine each day or week, and celebrating each of the many accomplishments. Set goals for healthy eating, such as packing your lunch for work or eat each day, or drinking 64 ounces of water a day, and celebrating reaching these goals. Celebrating these new milestones is a great way to maintain your weight loss motivation and stay inspired to stick with your program, even on days or weeks when the scale doesn't seem to reflect your progress. Number 23, cultivate compassion. If you find yourself feeling really uninspired or particularly down on your body, try shifting your focus to self-appreciation. Instead of beating yourself up for not losing a pound this week, be grateful for how your body moves and all the things it does for you. It got you through a week's worth of workouts, right? Shift your focus from how you look to how you function. Cultivating gratitude for your senses, your limbs, your ability to dance, walk, and run. While there's no one answer as to how to stay motivated to lose weight, keeping a gratitude journal may help you. So that was how to stay motivated to lose weight. Um, because like I said, I have recently lost a lot of my motivation, having a really hard time to find it. There were some exercises in there that I cannot wait to try. Some new and outside the box thinking differently type ways that are really going to hopefully push things. You know, I was I was telling you guys I was going to share some things that were outside of the article. One of them was going to be share some of my healthiest pictures on the refrigerator. So every time I open the refrigerator, I have to think about that, right? But then when I read that self-critique uh, tip and, and things like that, I definitely want to keep myself on the up. I don't want to get discouraged. I want to definitely hold through, you know, push through till the end and um, really give it my all. So uh, here is some tips on how to stay motivated and accomplish anything. This is on Forbes. You know, I love Forbes. So number one is set a goal and visualize it down to the most minute detail. And remember, this isn't for weight loss. This is for everything. This could be for weight loss. But this is for work. This is for family. This is for the hamster wheel. This is if you've stayed through the weight loss part of this podcast, but you really want to know how to be motivated to do everything else. Set a goal and visualize it down to the most minute detail. See it. Feel it. Hear the sounds that accompany the end result. Wind rushing through your hair. Applause. Elite athletes, athletes visualize their performance ahead of time right down to the smell of the sweat dripping down their face as they cross the finish line. Number two, make a list of the reasons why you want to accomplish the goal. Something that I'm going definitely, definitely going to be trying and creating a part of my bariatric journal to do this. But in general, I make lists of reasons why I want to accomplish any of my goals. And it's always a fantastic way to stay motivated outside of my weight loss goals for work, for home, for family, relationships, finances. I always set the goals. In our busy, distracting world, it's easy to get blown off course. 
This is why you need to ground yourself in your goal. For extra success insurance, write your list with a pen. Studies show that when we write by hand and connect the letters manually, we engage the brain more actively in the process. Because typing is an automatic function that involves merely selecting letters, there's a lot of less mental connection. Write with a pen. Number three, break the goal down into smaller pieces and set intermediary targets and rewards. I've called this chunking long before it was a, a Wikipedia to explain that there are eight variations to the concept. To me, it's the best non-pharmaceutical anecdote to ADHD. Tony Robbins, arguably the foremost motivational speaker and personal development coach says, a major source of stress in our lives comes from the feeling that we have an impossible number of things to do. If you take on a project and try to do the whole thing at once, you are going to be overwhelmed. Enter chunking. There's a system that involves chipping away at a project, breaking it down to the smallest realistic steps and only doing one at a time. Neuroscience tells us that each small success triggers the brain's reward center, releasing feel-good chemicals, dopamine. This helps focus our concentration and inspires us to take another stimulus. So number four and my final one, because I got caught up and I realize this is a Wednesday episode or whenever you listen to this, it's have a strategy, but be prepared to change course. Let Thomas Edison inspire you in this department. I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. So I could keep going and this was originally a list of, you know, how to stay motivated and accomplish anything. But a lot of the stuff is mentioned multiple times and you can apply what we learned in the weight loss portion uh, to anything that we, you know, any goal that you have, whether it be in any of the categories that we had discussed. I hope that this whole episode finds you well uh, because we all have different stuff that's happening and it can be crazy, especially like I mentioned in the last episode with inflation and there was just a recall on the Premier Protein Shakes. Uh, Look it up. It's a thing. The FDA recalled Premier Protein Shakes because of a bacteria that was growing in the cartons. And uh, I was talking to Etta the other day, actually, and uh, she said that before, you know, before we found out that they were recalled, that her, hers were tasting like the carton. Um, but, you know, if you've drank Premier Protein Shakes before, you know that that's not an uncommonality, that occasionally you'll have some that tastes not quite as you imagined. But um, waiting for that recall to be lifted because those Premier Protein Shakes are amazing. I love them. And a lot of people don't like them. I love them. I could I could live off. I have lived off them before. And coffee is my favorite. It's caffeinated. So it's like cafe latte or something. But during inflation, the price of them also skyrocketed for a while. They were hard to find. There were supply issues, distribution issues. And so, you know, when you're faced with that, you really do have to think outside the box and try to figure out how you're going to sustain your appetite until your next meal you know, because it's more than just eating because you're hungry. You know, you got to kind of teach your brain to only eat whenever it's necessary and not because you feel good. Or like the article said, when you feel sad or, you know, associate it with emotional eating. And that was something I was so grateful for.
before I had the surgery was uh, we had to all go to therapy as part of our insurance plan to find out the reasons why, the roots to why we eat the way that we do when we do. And it's not just beneficial for people who are overweight to learn that. It's anybody who has any type of, you know, eating issue, whether you eat too much or you eat too little or you eat the wrong things. Uh, you know, it is beneficial to find out how you do that is a direct reflection of something that you went through in your life or an association, which is something that a lot of people don't know. I didn't know until I went and did the requirement for the insurance. Um, and so, you know, look into those things and sometimes your aha moment might be, might be motivation enough for you. I have my bariatric journal set aside. I'm going to try some new food portioning techniques. I'm going to do some new recipes. I'm going to buy some workout clothes, uh, you know, to add to the fleet, uh, just a fresh perspective, maybe a new workout bag, maybe a nice pair of shoes, uh, some new cushiony socks, which are my favorite. I just bought uh, a new pair of, um, of earbuds. And you guys know I have earbuds in my ears all the time. Uh, my life has a soundtrack. So uh, I'm pretty excited about those. They're not waterproof, which striked my curiosity. <laughs> I saw them when I was looking. I saw waterproof. I'm like, uh, could I shower with them in? Probably not. Even though I meditate in the shower, I was like, eh. But um, just outside of the topic for the, the episode today, I did um, record an Easter egg episode uh, that you guys will have to look for in the month of September. I put it in September because I'm not... I'm not going to be doing any podcast episode in September. It's just going to be every Sunday. I'm going to be doing um, the episodes of reading the um, Alchemist to you. Uh, so please join me for that and feel free to, to share it with your family and friends. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I, uh, I can't always be the happiest person in the world all the time, but I sure do try. And, you know, I am committed to, um, you know, just like the episode I had, you know, a couple months ago with falling off the wagon, I have to find these ways to keep myself motivated. It's a lifestyle. And, you know, every time I find myself starting to fall off or, or find some of my habits are changing or start to feel a little bit differently about my outlook on things, I have to regroup and reset. And uh, I suggest that for everybody. Like I said, we're like a computer. You have to shut down for a minute, regroup, rewire, sign back into all of our goals. And that's what I'm doing. And I, I hope that through this episode, you're motivated to do the same. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, whether it's Wednesday or whenever it is that you listen to this. And until the next time, Wednesdays or Saturdays at 8 a.m. Eastern, I hope that you have a wonderful morning, an amazing afternoon and a good night.